in an active, engaged way, bringing all the intelligence arising out of our lived experience to this process of caring for this mind, cultivating a steady, calm, beautiful mind. Cultivating a beautiful, steady mind, the mind that is capable of seeing things as they are, and in particular, seeing the subtle arising of stress, how that experience comes to be, how the mind, the the heart, releases that very same stress, The supporting cause for this insight into dukkha is the steadiness, the balance, the contentedness of the heart and mind. we've all been practicing now for a while, we've all learned how to work with this mind, this heart, to really take care of it. And of course, we also know exactly how to agitate the mind and the heart. Take the first half of the sit to do what can be done to bring the mind into balance.
being skillful, directing the mind in ways that protect it from what is agitating and disturbing and confusing. is possible to support the mind becoming more simple, more peaceful, more steady, more balanced. All depending on what the mind is allowed to attend to. The mind is allowed to attend to certain objects that are disturbing. Well, then, of course, naturally it will get disturbed. If the mind is directed toward experiences, objects that are calming, non-disturbing, then everything settles down. And quite naturally in this process of the mind becoming more 
still, more quiet, more balanced. In these more refined states, notice the tendency of the mind to want to become. In a way, it's the basic creative (coughs) movement of the mind. Arising out of a subtle restlessness. (coughs) Might have the flavor of greed or desire, flavor of aversion. The desire to fix, to become. The desire to understand. The desire to attain something, to get something. Becoming very interested in the very basic arising of dukkha. So that in moments we can see the actual birth of the supporting causes, the qualities of mind, leading to the full-blown experience of mental stress or mental contraction. And then noticing the release, the falling apart of that mental stress and its end. No more mental stress. So the birth and death of this mental suffering. And of course we don't need to go looking for it, just abiding in this relatively peaceful balanced state of mind, these moments of birth and death of dukkha, they naturally arise. No longer directing the attention or controlling the mind. 
Instead, there's a real strong quality of investigation or interest. Perhaps in conjunction with physical pain, observing the birth and then the death of dukkha, mental resistance or mental stress, however subtle, however obvious, Noticing what puts a squeeze on the heart. Noticing it's arising, it's sustaining for a period of time. And then that release of the heart. No more squeezing. The mind is settled enough, you might even notice that 
even the mind identifying with the neutral thought puts a subtle squeeze on the heart. So we're correlating this squeeze on the heart with states of becoming, the mind becoming, becoming formed with some identity. It can be quite simple, like just identifying with a thought or identifying with some state in the future or past. Any identification whatsoever results in a state of contraction. Often when the mind clearly recognizes that, then there's the opposite release of the heart of the contraction.
So spending a half an hour noticing these birth, births and deaths of these states of contraction is the developing insight into dukkha, the noble truth of stress. <laughs> 